For the last 111 years, the sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha has been effectively and positively contributing to the development and leading the march to equality for women and African-American communities. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Originally formed in 1908 at historic Black College Howard University in Washington, D.C. as a social service organization, now its work and impact in the community serves as the foundation for its legacy. During the last year, their visibility outside African-American communities has been heightened with the ascension of one of its members to become vice president of the United States. Her AKA sister stood with her when then-Senator Kamala Harris announced her campaign for president and then marched behind her in the inaugural parade in January. For Black History Month, on this edition, we explore this extraordinary organization and its contribution to the nation in general and to African-American communities in particular. With us again is AKA Denver former chapter president, Miss Alicia Harvey. Do you have any programs for... Uh, young women who may be in high school or or college that are maybe looking at high tech or looking at, you know, uh, uh, what is it, STEAM, you know, engineering and technology and how to get there, maybe uh, uh, taking them on tours of facilities where they can inspire by what they see to go in that particular direction. Yes, we do have our CAP program, which is to help um, students from the process of applying for college all the way through getting accepted to college, and that's for high school students. So within the CAP program, we have done some STEM-focused workshops and panels, of which I've actually been a part of because my background is electrical engineering. And so I really have a passion for talking to students and, and helping them. And there's others in the chapters, the various chapters as well, that have the same background. And we've been on panels to talk to students and just telling them about, about the things that we've learned and the things that we went through. So definitely there has been some STEM-focused um, programs within the CAT program. So what are you saying to young ladies about uh, learning the code and uh, going into engineering other than, you know, the usual, well, you can do it, but um, you're probably – uh, you're probably wanting to uh, to stimulate them more or inspire them more uh, to go on and take that big step and, and, and think out of the box and go out of the box. I personally would tell them to don't let anyone tell them that they can't do it. Anything they want to do, they can do. And I know it almost sounds like a trite comment, but it's not. It's really true because I personally – had experience that there wasn't a lot of, in engineering, I was electrical engineering, there wasn't a lot of women, there definitely wasn't a lot of um, black people. And so it's one of those things that some people will say, oh, why don't you just do X, Y, Z instead of that? That might be hard. But don't let people tell you that. If that's what you want to do, you go for it. And if you've got questions, find somebody who will answer the questions for you. Don't give up. And that's what I tell them. And I even, you know, if someone asks me, I'll sit down and then tell them what the challenges were for me personally and what things helped me to get past that and to succeed. And so I always want to give positive enforcement to students so that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. As far as entrepreneurship goes, do you and uh, does AKA not only inspire ladies to start the business, but maybe 
to look at businesses that are non-traditional to the community itself and how they can uh, prepare for it and maybe working with the uh, Chamber of Commerce to uh, develop whatever business direction they want to go in. We actually have a member of our sorority who is over the Black Chamber of Commerce, so we have done some programs with them as well. And mm-hmm. that's the entrepreneur area is not my area personally, um, right. but but I, I know that, that that avenue is there, and we do provide that avenue. And she's also come in and spoke several times as, as well. So it's definitely mm-hmm. – definitely we, uh, we definitely provide multiple avenues for people to get information on entrepreneurship, if they want to work in corporate America, if they want to work in education. We have people that are versed in all of those areas. So basically, you can uh, draw on the not only the success, but the achievements of the women that are in the particular chapter or in the sorority at large to help others that are either in the sorority or in the community mm-hmm to uh, achieve similar goals the same way just by drawing on the expertise and the talents that you have. Correct. I also feel even if you don't have that experience, we typically know somebody who does, and we can get you to that person. So that's the thing Mm -hmm. as well. It's such a large network, and being able to utilize your connections and your network. So if you don't know the answer, help. Young women now have a lot more options than they've had in the past and uh, stimulating them to uh, develop themselves as much as possible is probably the thing to do now. Is that becoming a, uh, maybe not necessarily a thing for AKA to do, but the AKA is probably looking at that and using it to, uh, to bring to the community to help stimulate these ladies in order to go to school, but become successful after school. Yes. Uh, seems as if the sorority has picked uh, the Harlem Renaissance, that period in American history to emphasize. Why the Harlem Renaissance? Our national president, international president, is the one who picked the current targets we have, so I can't speak to exactly why she picked that target, but I can speculate. Um, so I want to yeah. go on record. I can go on record saying that. But I feel like that was chosen because in school, that's something that we weren't really taught, and it's a big part of our history. And so that is one of the times of great creativity in musical, theatrical, visual, and literary arts for the African-American community. So that's something I think needs to be taught to our students, and I, I would assume that would be one of the reasons that was chosen. It's such a great time in our history to focus on. Is that also an, an arts area that uh, a local chapter might consider uh, doing uh, extensions from what was going on in Harlem, New York there, uh, uh, bringing that locally to see what was going on where they were and showing how all that fits together because the arts are the uh, the strength of culture even now. Definitely. I know um, one of the sorority members that we have working on the arts in our Denver chapter is a dancer. And so I know she's planning to bring in some programs to teach the students about the arts and the different, the different um, dance programs from that. So definitely. Your sorority motto is by culture and by merit. What's the insight to that meaning? Yes. Yes. So if you just look at the, the definition of the two words, right? Culture 
um, the custom arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation or people, right? And then merit, the quality of being particularly good or worthy, especially so as to deserve praise or reward. That says it all right there. We want to do it for our culture, and we want to do it for the good and to, for it to always be something that's great, right? So I, mm-hmm. I love I love that model. Here, the AKAs had a uh, a local outreach called Model Men, where you made this fabulous calendar about guys, African-American men that were achievers, so that young men, well, young ladies too, but more young men can look at role models who they could pattern themselves after. Uh, how did that come about? And are other local chapters around the country not necessarily doing Model Man, but other similar outreaches as well? The program came about when Pat O'Neill was the president of the chapter. And at the time, our vice president was Shayla Freeman, and she's back from the East Coast. And she had seen some other programs in the country that were not exactly like this, but they were similar. And she was coming up with ideas on how to put this all together. And she brought a proposal to the chapter. And that kind of the, the beginnings of the, you know, it was a whole committee, but the the original thought and thought process started uh, with Shayla coming up with this information, and it was wonderful because we did a calendar as well as we did a fundraiser and a big luncheon where we were focused on men in the community that were doing great work. When we put them in the calendar, also had this luncheon, but the luncheon was raising scholarships for young ladies. So we were focusing on the achievements of the men but we were also raising money to put young ladies through college. And we felt that that was also focusing on the aspect of the family as well, because you you start with the the men and then you're also representing the women in the community as well as the young girls that are achieving. So we thought that that was a good way to bring all of that together and honor the community and the works that were being done. Well, I think one of the real, real exciting things about it is that you were highlighting local men in the community itself. And yes. we hear a lot that, uh, you, you know, there, there are not a lot of uh, male role models in the home and that kind of thing. And that outreach with the model man seemed to really step into that void and really hold up, uh, hold up local men, uh, men that uh, teenagers and youngsters could actually see walking down the street that can be the role models whom they can be like. Correct. And that is exactly what we wanted to do because, you know, any day you turn on the news and you see, what do you see? You see the negativity. We wanted to focus on the positive that the black men in the community were doing. You have a global impact program too. And I think it helps uh, assisting refugees to resettle themselves better in America. How does that work? Yes. It's having the chapters focus on refugees of color in the U.S. And we partner with other organizations to do activities and help them integrate into American life. And our chapter partnered with the Denver Rescue Mission, the Aurora Fire Department, and some other organizations to do um, on World Refugee Day um, to do like a big picnic and a a big event that was in Aurora for the refugees that were in that community. 
And then another program that we did around that was we did like a, a clothing drive as well as hygiene projects and diapers for um, refugee families. So that's what the, the local chapter did to tag on to that national initiative we have to try to yeah, so that was more the practical applications and practical aspects of resettlement in America, not necessarily keeping them updated on immigration law and that kind of thing, but but uh, making sure that if they went through all the immigration law, that they would have a, a better practical experience to make all that work better. Yeah, more of a support, more of a support for those that, that are here. What do you think sororities and fraternities need to be going in the f- future? What some things maybe uh, you think that uh, these organizations need to be working on uh, going ahead as the complexion and the, and the other changes start occurring around the country? Well, I think the big thing on everybody's mind right now is the COVID-19 vaccine distribution. Um, so through our health programs, if there's a way for us to to uh, help with education on that and, and helping to make our community is not left out of this process, that would probably be something top of mind for health that I could think of right now. Um, as far as the global impact, we also partner with the Lions Club to donate glasses. Like with those two different countries that are in need of glasses, we've done Soul for Souls, which is getting shoes to other um distributed to other countries around the world. So those programs I don't see going away anytime soon because these are things that are helping people in need. So I think um, continuing the programs that we just see come to the forefront of where our community is in need is what we will step in and do. The international outreaches with support like that because we have international chapters as well. I think four or five, where are they located? We do. Um, of course, you would ask me that. I know um, a few off the top of my head: Dubai, Korea, um, Bahamas. Uh, but we have we have several because we have ten regions. We have over three hundred thousand members, and we have a thousand eighteen chapters. So we're we're everywhere. Worldwide, that is World- for sure. <laughs> yes. So at the end of the day, the AKA legacy is going to be what service to all mankind. That's what we started with. That's what we'll end with. Service to all mankind. Ms. Alicia Harvey, former Denver Chapter President of the International Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, the sorority of Vice President Kamala Harris. She has been our guest again for this edition for Black History Month. We thank her so much for sharing her time and insights with us. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.